Hello and welcome to another episode of Gen Z Frenzy, the podcast that ensures no one's voice gets lost in the frenzy of our supercharged world. Happy Halloween, everyone. In this season of Fright and Sweets, one of the most popular activities to do is to dress up in costumes. But before you choose a costume, there are a few things to keep in mind. At my school, the administration sent out a guideline for the students. No racially or ethnically stereotyped costumes no full face covering masks, nothing sexually suggestive, no real or fake weapons, and no scooters, rollerblades, or roller skates. These rules are matching the increasing public awareness of marginalized groups in popular culture. While most people have no malintent when celebrating Halloween, this definition of an appropriate costume is cryptic and sometimes can be breached. Even though Halloween costumes may seem trivial in the broad social justice movements currently in action, it does open up a relevant discussion to raise awareness that affects all ages, even children. Curious, I went around interviewing some of my peers on what their thoughts on these limitations were. What are you dressed up as today, and why did you choose this character? Today I am a doctor who went to medical school on Zoom. Well, I've seen a lot of medical TV shows this last year, and I thought this would be a take on it that would be more fitting for this day and age. Uh, I'm dressed up as a character from a show. It's Appa, and it's from the Avatar Last Airbender series. Mm -hmm. It's a character that I don't need to completely dress up in, and it's like mask appropriate. Mm -hmm. And it's also very comfortable, and I can still move around in. I'm dressed up as Scarlet Witch from the Marvel TV show WandaVision. We have similar hair colors, um, and I had this sweatshirt at home, and I've been waiting to wear it. I'm just like a witch. I was going to do something a bit scarier, but then I run out of time, and it's been a while since I dressed up as a witch. Uh, steampunker, because uh, I have like an 1800s French uh, legionnaire hat, and I need to wear it, so, you know. Uh, so I am dressed as Fyodor Dostoevsky from a show called Bungo Stray Dogs. Okay, so one of my friends was, or and is dressing as another character from the show, and I already modeled my hair after him, so I was like, might as well do it. You know, it's a fun show, I like the character, and it's a fun costume. I am a sexy frog. My mom got a frog sweater the other day, and I thought it would be a good idea to be a sexy frog for school. I'm dressed as a capitalist. I wanted to embody the American spirit. Great. So what are your thoughts on the high school rules on what you can dress up as in terms of like not being too overly sexual, not culturally appropriating anything, etc.? Um, well, I think costumes, I think they represent like a character or um, an idea, and I don't think that the school should limit what we're allowed to wear. Well, I don't think that you should dress up as a person of ethnicity, but I think that you could be allowed to dress up as a character that is ethnically racial. Mm -hmm. 
Right. I think it's very important that they put that message out there, although I would have had advisors kind of reinforce that message before Halloween, just in case people aren't checking Canvas and aren't seeing it. I do think there needs to be a clear line that isn't crossed, and everyone should feel safe about everyone else's costumes. Uh, I do think that is important for the school to recognize. I think like because Halloween is a day for like wearing costumes and choosing to wear something that might that might be offensive to or like represent someone else's offensive because it kind of like pretending to take their identity. In my advisor we had a discussion of whether wearing a kimono was culturally sensitive or not because my advisor wore it in like high school but like she wore it to respect Japanese culture and she thinks that it's currently like offensive and that she, she shouldn't have done it but I like most advisory disagrees with, with her because she did it to respect it. So I think there's a really uh, big gray line. Yeah, I think it's very important that they have some restrictions. I think it's wonderful that they recognize that we have to not be horribly offensive in our costumes. And I think they've done a good job of walking the line here. And I think in the future, as they make more regulations and adapt them, it's important to recognize that it's very important to respect people and cultures and that they should also find a medium ground that allows as much originality as is possible. Because, um, yeah, even if you're respecting the culture, you could sometimes end up sort of commodifying it, which is kind of bad in its own way. So I feel like it has to do with not only how you're wearing the costume, but what the culture is and, like, historically if that culture has been uh, oppressed or, you know, tried, if people have tried to um, limit it and then now you are sort of claiming it as your own, that's not okay. But then if it's another situation, you might be able to, you know, respectfully represent a culture. They should probably be more specific about what is sexual and what isn't, because somebody could just decide, this skirt is a centimeter too short. You know what? That's too sexual, or something like that. So I think the rule about cultural appropriation is very necessary and needed, and I'm fine with that. Um, they don't define what like is a sexual costume, which is my main complaint, because you could be really objective with that, and that's going to affect um, girls and AFAB people more than it's going to AMAB people. So you do kind of have that unfairness of, well, what's going to be seen as sexual? Because you could have someone who has like maybe a larger body, the same costume would be seen as sexual on them, but not on someone with a smaller body. And so they really need to define that. I think the guidelines against cultural appropriation and wearing the mask is a good idea. Considering like the sexually explicit things, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people should, I mean, we're all adults basically by this time. Well, not like legally adults, but how different is my mindset going to be once I'm 18, you know? Uh, I think that most of the rules are very reasonable. Uh, wearing masks, no cultural appropriation. Um, I do have certain questions. I wish the school had been more specific about uh, its uh, sexual uh, guidelines because given how much discourse there's been around uh, dress codes in schools, I, I kind of question how arbitrary such a distinction is. Like, from teacher to teacher, one may decide that something is sexual, one may decide it's not. It feels kind of arbitrary. All right, thank you so much for sharing your opinion. Overall, it seems that most people were appreciative of the reminders sent by the school. However, they are concerned with the vague wording of some of the guideline rules. 
Questions on dress codes are already being contested in many schools, as how one dresses can be a significant part of one's identity and how they express themselves. On a topic subjective in many ways, it can be hard to formulate rules that mark clear boundaries when so much is gray and not black and white. If you are interested in exploring the debate on costume controversy, there will be a link to an Atlantic article on the story of how Yale students' concerns riled up the campus on Halloween. Thank you for listening to this episode and stay safe, wear masks, and have a fantastic Halloween.